This is a bad idea. Bad idea. This is your afternoon tonic. This is your afternoon. This is your afternoon tonic. This is your afternoon tonic. Hey man, will you just carry me around today? Like you're Anthony Edges, like running up in your arms. That's it. They took dibs on everything. That's it. They took dibs on everything. This is your afternoon tonic. You have to keep going. So many hours, right? For what reward? And I actually am starting to think maybe it should be that we're all getting overcompensated. Mm. That overcompensation only happens because we have oh, because of how <laughs> how the rake system works. Okay. Right. Like maybe rich people are too rich, especially considering for how much value they contribute. I know you don't like this because you like secretly want to be a multi-billionaire. I don't. I actually have no. 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 Oh. Oh. That's this is interesting. Okay, yeah, we're we're in it. We're in it. We're in it. All right, hang on a second. So a, a, a claim has been made. All, pit, all right, all right. Here we go. We're like, we're in. Cheers, rich people. Cheers. So we're, doing, we're we're in. Here we go. See what I have? I have a fun one. Oh, you can't see it. It's dumb glare. Well, that looks someday very fun. Be, someday we'll have a proper studio. What is that? This is Lagunitas, but it's rainbow. Stereo Hopic IPA. It's Lotus and Sabro hops. Mm. First one I've had. They is just it good? Came out with it. I, it's I a don't fun. Know. Oh. It, it's super fun. The dog has got 3D glasses on, and it's got like, <laughs> kind of like a. Yeah, their little doggy has a 3D. You can't see. But it's a cool label. Yeah. I just got it. So, salute. What are you having? Salute. Just a hopadillo. Oh, classic. Solid. Dude. Hopadillo is great. All right. Maybe this what? counts. All right. Our what? newest, our newest and uh, most most popular segment. Most demanded. Most demanded really, segment. Here we go. Here we go. Here, here it is. Here's our newest. I, I like this. And then this is appropriate. And then we'll 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 come back around to this claim you've like made about me. Chicken that smells. Did you so ask good. me if I smell the chicken? <laughs> <laughs> this was so good. I was like, I believe you. Getting into my yeah. room. Mm, mm, I think I can smell it all the way I, from I'm Austin, Texas. Some, uh, I'm cooking <laughs> some hatch chili salsa. Oh man, that's delicious. That's what they have in New Mexico, dude. They got I just got chilies. these hatch chili pita chips. Mm-mm. Dude, hatch chilies. So good. What are we doing? All right, all right. Newest all segment. Here good. we go. Newest segment. Newest segment. Okay. Sorry, sorry. That's Hold all on. right. Strange encounters. Is... Strange encounters. First of all, hang on, hang on. I, I have to compliment. But the beer is so good. Okay, fine. I, I Strange believe encounters. You. Yeah, yeah. So I have to compliment Brother Nate because that is my favorite new drop-in clip. Very Yay. cool. I love it. Anyway, Yay. so strange, strange encounters. I don't know if it's strange or annoying, but same difference. <laughs> so it's related to the beer I'm drinking, Hopadillo. So Hopadillo beer. There's nothing strange about it. It's great. Hopadillo is an armadillo made of hops, right? Are we yeah. in agreement about this? It reminds me of uh, it's like like Bowser from uh, Mario. Right, right, right. So I I was at this a place like an angry turtle. Yeah, kind of. So I was somewhere that you and I have been several times and commonly had uh, annoying experiences at. Mm. Kind of part coffee shop, part bar. 
<laughs> oh, I know where you are. You know the spot. You know the spot. Know. You're not going to yeah. call it out. We, <laughs> don't we can't. I'm still like not maybe I'm this. on the edge about getting a, a gig there or not. I don't know, but I'm also on the edge of saying fuck them. So yeah, uh, well that's, that's quite the edge you're on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, I mean, so, that that isn't that edgy. That's pretty edgy. Edgy. It's like, yeah, yeah. edgy. I like feel like that's my personality though. My personality is on the edge. It's either yeah, I'm gotta, just like happy. Round you off a little bit, man. We gotta we gotta blunt the blade. I think you, you know you know in when you're working with a compressor, you can turn up the knee and it it uh mm. it smooths out the the compression. Uh, mm. What would it be the probably the attack? But um, anyway, compression so, is an enhancer, not a debilitator. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I was at I was at this place. Yeah. And uh, I ordered a hopadillo, which they have on tap. And Great. the lady behind the counter said, oh, you mean hopadillo? Okay, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. No. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, she did. You mean hopadillo? Did you say, see, <laughs> si, gracias, senora? Right. I, was, I wanted to ask, do you call them armadillos? <laughs> Because yeah. that's why I asked. It's an armadillo. I understand, like, <laughs> I understand the Spanish pronunciation thing, but in English, as far as yeah, I understand it, it the, we call them armadillos. Like a yo sound. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So did you? But you didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I said nothing. You just let. You just let it roll. You just yeah. You looked at the ceiling. Looked at your shoes. Oh my! I think I said yeah, a hopadillo. Okay. I think I I, I, I brought it back. I, I want. I would venture to say my bet would be that most times you'd just be like, you, you just wouldn't do anything. <laughs> well, what would you do? Because you don't know, you, you don't have that middle point, right? That's what we were just talking about. I feel like right? what I did was like, pretty middle point. It, that was very I middle just, point. I just like, I just I'm own glad, what I say and she can I'm say whatever glad, the hell she wants. I'm, I'm having a good influence on you. I will take full <laughs> credit for that. Yeah, interesting. Because you can't, you can't let it hang there. You got to do something. Right. Right. I do sometimes think about how you deal with confrontation. I feel like you start off by saying okay a lot. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> I feel like okay. that's that's yeah. your lead in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bait. It can be a bait. Yeah. yeah. It can be a bait. And then it's also easy to escalate. Be like, okay, well, or okay, <laughs> sorry about that. See you it, you it, it's like it's like it gives you time to gauge which way you're gonna go. It's a transmission. Okay. Uh, it's a vocalized pause that's better than. Uh, so how how would you respond? You mean hapadillo? I actually I like how you handled it. Yeah, I'll take a hapadillo. Right. It's an interesting battle, though. I mean, it's not a real battle. You could be like, yeah, I mean a hapadillo. <laughs> you could just completely crumble. You could. <laughs> I think what would be better next time is to go. What you need to do now is you need to go and order it multiple times from the same person. Different, different, different pronunciation every time. And each time say hapadillo. Hapadillo. Hop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we got to do is see if you get corrected the other way. And then say it loudly. <laughs> say it loudly and then look and see if anyone else, like, yes, can I please have a hapadillo? And then look side <laughs> yeah. to side. <laughs> well, because the thing is, it's clearly point, then, an armadillo. Yeah, like, do the hey, hey, buddy, hey, hey. You know, the devil, like, hey, hey, there, right? And be like, do hey, you also enjoy hapadillos? 
I love Hopadillo <laughs> IPA. And see if you can get other people involved. And oh, like, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm new here. And the bartender said it was Hopadillo. How do you say it? <laughs> oh, that's too much. That might that's be too pretty... much. It's, Maybe I'll it's try way it. too Maybe much. If, way if I too come much. Back, I'll try it because okay. I, I don't live there. Yeah, you, you got a trip coming up. And you'll be here yeah. on a Wednesday. We can hit up Opa. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I did it. Maybe. I said it. You did. Uh, uh, <laughs> I did it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we should go. Yeah. And I'll order a Hapadillo. Yeah. There we go. That Well, that is a pretty strange encounter. I mean, it's it's an interesting thing when somebody corrects you like that in public. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, people who correct your grammar or your pronunciation on things. It's very low class. Hmm. According to Aurelius, to correct someone's mm-hmm. pronunciation or grammar. Well, it's, also, it's very low class. It's it, also it, this it, weird it's, elitist battle. It's this thing. It's, it's They're trying to say they're better than you, but in a, in a sense, they they're showing. Saying. But they're... They're, that's what they're saying, but they're by saying doing it, because they're showing yeah. that they they are engaging at a level that isn't a level of understanding. They're engaging in a much lower level of sort of base rules and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yep, yep, you should never correct someone's grammar. It's a little bit like if you're playing a jazz tune and somebody does a different turnaround than what's written on the page, and it's like, no, no, but here it, it, it shows a diminished and then a whatever. I... I don't know if that's a fair connection because because there's stock turnarounds and then there's variations on that. Mm-hmm. I think all that's like fine, but I think it. But anybody can do like, any of those. Be more like someone changing, any of the time. changing a like a rhythm to. It, I I would compare it more to if you learned a tune, right, uh-huh. and you have a lead sheet, yeah. and someone has has a different slur, or instead of yeah. playing quarter quarter eighth, they play quarter. Like sixteenth notes. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Right. That's more of what it is. Like, oh, uh, uh, that's not right. It's like yeah. I no, I play the same notes. Maybe I play them a different rhythm. Maybe I bent into the yep. shape. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, that's fine. But yeah, correcting grammar is is correcting correct grammar and pronunciation. Pronunciation. So what, what does Marcus Aurelius say about it? It's just low class. I'll I'll have to look up the quote for next time. I don't even have my book in here. I had because I low it. class is also an interesting statement or or i shouldn't say it's low class i'm 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 putting my own own, my own meaning to it it was something more of that it's not the most edifying behavior no it's very uh it's very trying to remember how he said it it was something like it's not it's not the most edifying behavior and it's a silly use of time it's something to that effect it's yeah i agree yeah yeah so to ask for clarification of someone's position Mm -hmm. is fine to ask for explanation of of how they're using words or what they're trying, like asking for a more broad scope of what the the meaning is that they're trying to get at is appropriate. Mm-hmm. But but saying to someone like, "Oh, you didn't spell that correctly," I think you mean a semicolon, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It, it's, it's not, not edifying. It, it's wasting time. Yep. A little bit. I mean, but then you could say that school's a waste of time, then, right? I would say that. Yeah. I would too. too. I'm pretty anti-school, but so I'm not anti-education. I'm not anti-learning, but but that's a different thing. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Would would you? Is it good or bad to to learn the structures for grammar? You know, in school, 
I'm mm-hmm. sure you had to write papers. I had to write papers. You have a master's degree, so you I probably think, had to write more yeah. papers. I think grammar is their... useful uh, in its ability to help you communicate. So you can use grammar to your uh, advantage if you're trying to communicate something clearly. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean it necessarily... It, I, I think it's more useful for helping you organize your own thoughts mm-hmm. and putting restraints. Like becoming a good writer is an important way of learning how to... Um, organize your thoughts right but being a good writer doesn't help you convey your idea to someone who doesn't read no that's that's true i mean i I, yeah that's an obvious statement but then i i would venture to say that uh i wish my vocabulary was larger Mm -hmm. and when i learn new words like acquiesce right it's cool because then i'm like oh i i have it i i know a new word yeah oh that has it like it has different uh suggestive elements to it now right certainly does it's 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 much different to acquiesce and it's to say okay it's a little different it's a little different like where you want to eat i don't know we're going to subway oh Oh. (laughs) right so it's slightly different it also doesn't really matter yeah i mean if i went my my whole life and i never heard the word acquiesce doesn't mean that i don't you wouldn't realize how much you were acquiescing all the time oh my gosh I'm just saying it matters and it doesn't. Yeah, you know? I agree. Because because no having a knowing a, a different way of saying an emotion, it, it gives more nuance to mm-hmm. those expressions, but it doesn't mean that you don't experience it. Of course. Right. I don't need a word to tell me the feelings I'm having, but those words help me identify what those feelings are. Experience comes before the word. It's the same as music theory comes after the music. See, that's what's weird. I think actually music theory came first for me because of the way I learned. Oh, like I, I meant historically, but yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. Yes. No, I know what you mean. I've, I've experienced that same thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hapadio. <laughs> Hapadio. So you made a claim up top about me wanting to be a billionaire or something like that? I think that? you do want to be a billionaire. I do not. Anytime we talk about money stuff. Yeah. I've heard you mention and be like, oh, well, this is a nice place, but I, you know, like it costs X dollars. I wish uh-huh. I could get that. Man, if I had X dollars in the bank, I could buy X house. Yeah. Right. And anytime we talk about uh, wealth divide ideas, mm-hmm. right? You're like, well, that's not really the issue. Right. Right. Like, what is wealth divide? And what I'm arguing is uh, this, this ties into ideas of what I see of, of like, uh, how we are paid in our field, uh-huh. like the value that it has to society versus other people and what their value is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really see the value in, in reality shows. I understand that that's providing entertainment to people. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't know if they're necessarily being compensated. If that it, it's not a representation of what they're actually doing. Right. Okay. Like they're not actually producing that much value for society. They're, they're make they're giving people something to watch and that's about well, it what do you mean value for society how is that determined so if we play a gig mm-hmm. i want to say we're adding to the the sophistication dare i say or right? or or detracting from it maybe but i think i think that people you consider sap and claw a very a very classy band uh in the fact that it's still real instruments uh-huh on a stage where we can I make mistakes. My or make life. <laughs> yeah, it's classy. It's classy. Yep. 
I don't know, man. I don't know. So, but, but anytime I, I, I like, I bring up these topics, right. Of, of how some people are paid more, some or less, you're like, Oh, that's fine. But uh-huh. what I'm saying is that I don't think it is because it's creating this false sense of, of value. Right. I, so I, I was just watching this, this little intro for NFTs mm-hmm. and metaverse stuff. And this one kid who started making clip art is like, uh-huh. it looks to me like clip art, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I sold this one for $20,000. I sold this for $7,000. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't even know how much money I made this year. I stopped looking at my account a few, like a few weeks ago. I'm like, I have plenty of money for right now. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. I just make art all day. <laughs> and I, was like, I hope he actually talks this? like that. Who's buying I don't know. this? I have no and idea. Not only who is buying it, how do they have that much money? Uh-huh. Right? I don't know, man. So when you say a false sense of value, so yeah, yeah. So I think I see. We need I to see, redistribute. I the see the problem. We should just redistribute. That's right. a good idea. We right, all right, get a right. hundred tokens. I'm not doing any of that. Tokens. So I'll get a hundred tokens, and then you do what you want with them. Let's just have a little reset. So what do you mean? What do you mean? You say a false sense of value. So are are you saying that value isn't real or something like that? I think that we have. Actually, it actually seems to me like we have a surplus of, of value. Yeah, surplus of everything. Surplus. Of How do you everything. have a surplus of value? So, so the fact that you and I—you have more value than you need. As a society, we do, and it's—I don't even understand what that means with, with the with the very wealthy. So we have more clothes than what we need right now. But clothes aren't we value. Have. Clothes are things. They they represent value. Maybe the fact that the fact that people wear clothing not for its functionality. Uh-huh. Some do. Yep. Some do. But in most cases, clothing is more of a from my experience of life, for most people in most situations, it's more an expression of style or mm-hmm. aesthetic or of class. Right. right? But that, like but that, that, but that, that, that like that's functional too. T- it's just a different function. What function does it have? Uh, displaying class, displaying status, things like that. That's a function. Well, those things shouldn't exist. It says who? With it. Wait, why? I say. <laughs> Brother, said, Brother Nate says no more class. Uh-huh. Okay. How do you do that? I'm telling you, just go beep, reset. Oh, right, 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 That that the, 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 the fascist the handbook's reason. starting to make more and more sense. Dude, you know what? It, it bothers me so much, man. What? I, like, I think I gotta like these ideas just a little. What ideas? Totalitarianism. All. Oh, all. You love all ideas, just a all little. All ideas. <laughs> you're you're, you're a you're a universalist. If you're a unitarian just a little bit ah uh, see oh you don't like that one i found i found one you don't uh, like <laughs> you know what i don't like no actually i'm fine with it okay uh, i don't think everyone can be fully right i think it's uh-huh. also wrong for someone to be fully wrong what yeah uh, obviously it's wrong for somebody to be fully wrong what a statement you know no, I don't think it's. It's possible. also right for somebody to be I don't fully think, right. I, I don't think there's a person. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. Probably not. I, th- I think. I think. So it's the same idea. Like if we give so much money or so much power, so much credential mm-hmm. to a select few, who is we? If we the us, right? But you see, this is the thing: is those, I reject the who, idea of those the to us. whom we acquiesce. Uh huh. The police. Sure. I mean, the police are just like one cog in the machine. Right, but we definitely acquiesce to them. The police show up, you acquiesce to them. Or you die. Probably. Probably. They make you. You don't have a choice. In most cases, I would say. Well, it depends on the situation. 
I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to mess with the popo. No. Would not want to do that. Whatever. Let's just, I, I would rather mess with Jeff Bezos than the police, personally. Really? Well, because I think the police are likely to potentially kill you on the spot. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is very unlikely that Jeff Bezos would do that. No, but he has bodyguards, I'm sure. I, I understand, but I bet they'll beat you up. And so the difference is the police, if you, the problem is that the police have um, moral authority to violence and you do not actually have um, the option to resist them. So if they arrest you... I mean, you do, you just suffer a consequence for it. Right, but that consequence has to be whatever it takes to make you acquiesce. Yeah, because if you don't... Jeff Bezos' bodyguards might rough you up and beat you up. It's very unlikely they're just going to kill you, execute you right there. The police do that fairly frequently. Yeah. Because if you are actually resisting the, the authority of the state, all bets are off. So if someone gave you a billion dollars, you wouldn't take it? I don't know. A billion dollars? I don't know. I don't even know what that... It's hard to imagine what that means. Would I take it? Yeah. Maybe. Would you be okay being part of the billionaire class? I don't know. Amongst the 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 one percenters. I mean, I wouldn't be like a progressive weirdo like them. What do you mean a progressive weirdo like them? I mean, they're like the the... <laughs> I mean the the progressive movement. All of those, all of those billionaires are really in that. No, no. Who who isn't? I, I'm sure there's ones that are not. And even the ones that say they are, I I don't I don't really buy. You it. don't think, think that it's... they're trying to shape the world into this vision of whatever? I think they're trying to maintain their. Most people, uh-huh. I think it's in it's in most people's interest to preserve themselves. Mm-hmm. So actually, this so, is this is an interest. So Maybe... if I have a house. I probably don't want to become homeless. I would probably right. want to maintain my house. If yeah. I get to the point where I have two houses, I probably want to have yeah, I want to maintain houses, them. Yeah. Not just have one. If Absolutely. A hundred dollars, I want to try to get two hundred, not fifty, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't know, man, like a squirrel saving its nuts for winter, you know? Right. I don't think well, I don't think these people are actually Whatever I don't think any shape. of these people are billionaires through anything fair. I don't I don't think that Jeff Bezos is this great guy who pulled himself up by his bootstraps. I think the way that people get wealth subsidies. Yeah, the way that people get wealth breaks. today is through government subsidies. It's it's totally different. I'm not for that at all. So mm-hmm. I am in no way pro these people. But there was an interesting argument and maybe we I don't remember if we talked about this or not. Thaddeus Russell had um, I don't remember his name. Somebody on his podcast who just did a uh, who just wrote a book detailing all of the World Economic Forum people, like mm-hmm. the Davos guys, yeah, talking about people like Mark Benioff um, and Klaus Schwab and all these folks who have these. Schwab, ideas. that's one everyone likes to talk about, right? So they have Us. all these. They have all these ideas. They meet and they try and discuss ways of making the world better through their wonderful corporate means. And Mark Benioff credits himself with getting the COVID vaccine to us, getting the the technology from China and making deals happen in ways that governments never could using his corporate power um, because he's rich and he works in the private sector. So he can, he has efficiency on his side uh, to mm-hmm. actually make real things happen, make real change in the world and all that. I mean, being that powerful, you're kind of a dictator, aren't you? Yeah, maybe. So the argument was, so Thaddeus Russell thinks that these people are sincere in their beliefs 
and he thinks those beliefs are bad. The guy who wrote the uh, biography on them thinks that they are not sincere in their beliefs and that they just want to maintain their own riches, but that those beliefs are good if they were sincere in them. Hmm. So it was an interest. I mean, it was it was an interesting uh, difference there. Yeah. Giving away your money to people doesn't make other people rich, but nor does saving up money. Well, what is being rich? Uh, if you have billions and billions of dollars of dollars, billions and billions. Because wealth, wealth, wealth is slightly different than just possession of. Of income because those, most people don't get rich just for no reason. So either uh, a government a government subsidizes them and basically makes them rich unfairly, which is essentially what we're talking about—just giving people lots of money. Mm-hmm. And we see how well it works. I mean, oh, dude, <laughs> did what? you hear? Uh, they're <laughs> they're arguing about it in uh, the state legislature here in uh, in California. California about giving out uh gas rebates do you hear about this oh i heard them that they were like handing out 50 dollars bills somewhere no no i think it was in oceanside okay maybe they are doing that thing i think that and it was really weird like they had the police sit at gas stations there was some grant and just handed out 50 dollars bills it was the weirdest thing i've ever heard of like how do they track who gets like it doesn't make any sense I don't even know if it's real. I just heard it. So actually, I haven't verified. But I, I, I haven't heard that at all. And that seems... Yeah. It seems uh, crazy. It like has zany. to be fake. It seems very zany. Uh, no, what I'm referring to is the state... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, sending out possibly checks or debit cards nice. to residents. Uh, they're... they're discussing what the terms are whether it's going to be based off of income Uh level whether it'll be based off registered vehicles Mm -hmm. uh and then people were complaining well if they're registered right what if they have an ev then they don't need a gas rebate and then they're like yeah but if you have a car you're still paying for other ways that the gas is more expensive so you should still get it right because of inflation whatnot yeah they're they're creating a, a solution that creates more problems because it's isn't that their favorite thing to do it, it's maintaining this this mm-hmm. higher price level yep and there's nothing that you or i can do about it no we're just we're just cogs not so even like, I, I, like yeah we are we're cogs because we're Kinda. still making money and like we're producing a surplus right uh, but we're kind of bad cogs actually we're not the best ones because the no, way we make true. money is a little goofy, and they don't really like it. Well, that's well, that's what AB five is about. That was about getting rid of us. I mean, it's working, yeah. dude. It's I got paid working. yesterday, a hundred percent in cash. Wow. There's like cash gigs here, like literal dollars. That. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't care if it's cash or not. Like, I, I'm. I yeah. just care if it's. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of do, man. Oh, dude, we're gonna lose our cash soon. I know. We're going to lose it very soon. I They're going to take like the every like last of bit of fucking shit. We're going to lose property. We're going to lose. Here, here, here we go. I think this is it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Have your thoughts. Led you into the quick Have your thoughts. Did you click it twice? I did. Perhaps you hit onto the quick
Yeah, so you heard it twice. The pit of despair. <laughs> We're going to lose literally everything. This is the thing. So, like, I'm talking about moving out to the country with, with Megan. Right? What country? <laughs> the, the proverbial country. You are? Yeah. You're want... kidding me. What happened to the whole, I have to be in the town every night? It's changed. Dude, the world is changing fast, man. Dude, what are you talking about? So you're ready to do the commune? I'm much more on board with it as an idea. Okay. I, I, the thing is, I want to own at least my part. I don't, like, I don't want to rent. So is Megan's job transferable? No, we have to be within probably an hour from Austin. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, because I'm saying, I'm saying like. I know. Uh, anyway, the problem did, with we that, got it. We're in the, the pit area. of despair. Hang on. Uh, Come back to this it. This is We're, still the pit of despair. Texas. We don't get to live of, near uh, each other. What's <laughs> 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 that? Well, fine. Go to the, go to the pit and we'll talk in logistics later. Okay. So with the way things are changing, I'm actually concerned that the setup is going to actually make it more, way more expensive to live outside of a city. Uh, given taxation on vehicles, given gas prices, trying to make mm -hmm. it as as uh, basically unaffordable as possible so that everybody just has to rent in a city, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Especially with companies, like you're saying, buying up all the land outside of yeah. cities. Is Black Ridge or Blackstone, I forget the name. Black Rock. Black Rock. Yep. And so the the entire situation will be... People won't actually be able to control where they live. They'll just be shunted into cities. Yeah. When all the cities that are growing, it's because yep. corporate hubs are setting up there. Uh-huh. I know. Scary, scary. So that's that's my despair is I feel like I can't I can't actually get there fast enough to beat the the problem. Well, you've already missed it in some ways. I know. I because know. Because the the prices for for land are so much higher. They were just a few years ago everywhere. I, it's um, crazy. I was looking in Lockhart, which is uh, yeah. the barbecue capital of Texas, about 45 minutes south of Austin. Uh, I had a gig there yesterday, and we hung out afterwards, talked to some of the locals, and there were some. There, there's a very uh, funny old lady at the bar who uh, moved from Austin to Lockhart in 1981. And I think they bought several acres and like a four bedroom house for something like $90,000. Nice. And now properties out there for that much, it's crazy. They're like four or $500,000. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. some cheaper than that, but it's not uncommon for like something relatively modest for Texas. Yeah. To be like $400,000 well, for like a three land. bedroom house and two acres or something, which land. for Texas is, is not that much. No, but land is becoming a real deal, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's going. It's going, going, gone. Fucking There's inflation. No... The tax. Well, so, but, but, but also it's the... Oh, dude, there's so many layers to this onion. Man. I know. Because it seems that the corporate... The corporate influence of purchasing properties above asking price at such a fast rate... Yeah. 
right? It has led to this sustained increase in in home and land prices. Yeah. Right? Dude, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, my my brother-in-law and his wife are trying to get a place uh, here in Southern California, right? Where the, the prices are still, they haven't gone down at all, at all. They're trying to find yeah. a spot. And they were sharing with me, man, uh, that as soon as they see a, a place go on the market, mm-hmm. they'll like be like, oh, well, come check it out this weekend. You know, it'll be like a day or two after it's been yep, posted. It's They're gone. like, oh, well, we've already received over a dozen offers and the yep. seller's already accepted one. Yeah. It's yep. literally within the day to I the know. next day. It's gone. It's crazy. So, and and this is what I've been seeing. You know, I've been looking at a property in other states myself, right? And mm-hmm. it's the same thing happening. Yeah. It's the same thing. And everywhere, dude. It's not just, it's not just like Austin area. It's yeah. Everywhere. This is happening in Tennessee. This is happening in Missouri. This is happening in Arkansas. This is happening in yep. Carolina. Everywhere. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, it's happening sure. in, in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Dude, Mount Horeb, Wisconsin. A suburb 25 minutes outside of the city. I mean, some places are definitely still cheaper than others. Sure. But, dude, I don't know, man. It's dude, crazy. Uh, you know our gas prices? I saw a place today on the way home mm-hmm. from my, my gig this morning. Six fifty nine. Beautiful. Dude. So this is the other You guys are fucked about. over there, man. Dude, I no joke. I'm I'm getting I'm getting a little itchy about it. Because you gotta get out of there, man. I'm get dude, the talking. fuck out. We are talking, dude. We're like good. good. Like we're it's the cogs are slowly turning it feels yep. so yeah yeah it's man. pretty bad though it's pretty it's bad. bad but we you and i want to be independent artists musicians mm-hmm. completely separate ourselves from the system or as much as absolutely possible so yeah this is where we get our little plug our little value for value thing so if you all want to pull us out of the pit of despair are you listeners Mm-hmm. You can say hi. You can interact with us. You could actually be friendly. That'd be that'd be nice. I wonder if all these people are from big cities. It's very big city to like just lurk in the corner and not say hi. Yeah, you think you're anonymous. You know, I can I can see listeners, but you can't track their IP addresses. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, only only the NSA <laughs> can do that. You said too much. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so out. so uh, so I learned the value for value model listening to No Agenda podcast with John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry. Adam Curry uh, is one of the founders of podcasting, um, but <clears throat> the idea is it's sort of an advanced form of barter. So it's it's sort of true true capitalism. If we provide value to you, we ask that you provide value in return to us. So you can do that by uh, donating on our Venmo. You can donate on uh, through our Bitcoin QR, and you can also sign up on our Patreon. And if you sign up on our Patreon for five dollars a month, you can submit topics or questions for us to talk about. And there's other tiers, <laughs> all the way up to a ten thousand dollar a month tier. You can be our 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 patron. But the one thing is, if you donate the ten thousand dollars a year, you have to just be okay with uh, not a year a month a month 
you have to be okay with uh, having no say <laughs> in our content. <laughs> That's how it works. You have to really just love what it's we a very do. Very one-sided relationship we're going for. Yeah. But but if you want some say in the content, you can sign up for the lower tiers. <laughs> Is that how it goes? Yeah. You you need us. We need you. Yeah. But also say hi. Leave a comment. That's fun. Subscribe to our channels. Like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Yeah, yeah, Press yeah. Press the button. Reset. Reset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So what else we got? How are how are gigs going for you? Gigs, gigs are going, man. Actually, uh, the work is is much better than what's been for the last good, you know, like two years. Yeah, it's good. It's just not. It's not a. Uh, oh, that was a pop. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it, it it's just not sustainable, man. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way. This was a. This was my dark moment of the week. Uh-huh. I've had a a gig as a substitute player for a university in the Mm -hmm. area you know they don't have enough players and they want to fill out the section so they call me and i go and play Mm -hmm. right uh i noticed that my tuxedo you know like how it has is it satin on the side Mm -hmm. i believe you know like those little ridges and then like the the lapels are satin so i've had this same tuxedo for a number of years now Mm mm-hmm it's starting to age. Yeah. And it's starting to like beat yep. up on mm-hmm. the on the satin. And I was like, oh man, like, oh, dude, I'll have to get a new one at some point now. Yeah. Right. And it's for most of these gigs, like no one's really, you know, bringing over a magnifying glass and looking at my suit. But I was like, yeah. but if this was actually something like a, a wedding gig, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you'd have to look sharp. with a little more profile, yep. this would not be appreciated. It would be yep. very bad. Yep. It would be enough to not get a call back. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that made me really dark because I was I was like, dude, you know how much a new tux is gonna cost right now? Like I had to buy a new tux shirt, and those were like fifty bucks now. Dang. Right? And yep. so I was like, I was thinking, uh, even if I, I buy a cheapy cheapy suit, yep. You know, I'm looking at like four or five bills. Yeah. That's that's a lot of uh. It is. Money. Yep. It's a lot of money. So yep. I, I'm wondering if I need to like include it now. And here's the problem though is that like. I, I can't just tell the people, oh, you want me to wear a tuxedo? Well, you need to pay me an extra $25 for the mm-hmm. call because I need a portion to pay for the tux when I'm going to have to buy a new one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to uh, need... There to are circuits me. where you can do that. Really? Yeah. I mean, one of the 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 people I'm playing with... Um, actually, I had a gig with her yesterday in Lockhart, Candice Bellamy. She's an R&B singer. And she definitely charges... Like, if she has to bring her PA, she charges more... And if she has to learn a new song, she charges. So it's definitely, she definitely charges for But that the, doesn't exist here. Right. I feel like it doesn't exist here. And I think it's just because of the overflow of players. Right. Uh, what's the expression? Race to the bottom? Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Yep. It really feels like that's what it is. Yep. So I don't know. Yeah. I Yeah, it should it should pay more. It should pay more for, for everything. Yeah. Like I was, dude, I was just like saying, uh, what is it? You know, my my bow rehair is like a hundred bucks. Yeah. To get new. Oh, your bow's done. Time. I just got a message. I oh, gotta go it pick is. Pick it up on Tuesday. Yep. Oh, nice. Oh, dang it! I forgot to tell you. Hopefully, they didn't powder it. I don't dang know. Dang it! I forgot to tell you. They asked if you wanted black hair, and I said yes. That's great. <laughs> I had no but, idea. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, shoot! I hope they didn't powder it. Sorry. 
No, I didn't tell you. It's not your fault. You know what that is? Yeah. They're great though. I really like them. They're cool. Was Terra it Terra uh, Nova? What's what's the lady's name? Was it that's not Ashley? I don't remember. Melissa McKenna. <laughs> Let's just start naming women's names. Dang it. <laughs> Miranda. I bet they listen. Branda? No, Miranda. <laughs> Miranda. <laughs> they said Branda. Branda. That's like funny. Brenda, but Branda. <laughs> Uh, yeah that's cool yeah that's cool yeah yay new hair all that stuff just costs so much money did they tell it you does. tell you how much it was yeah how much 90 was okay so that's actually cheaper than here nice okay that's cool yay yeah. well new hair is fun they said really the bow like was in hair. very very nice shape the bow was in nice shape yeah she was like wow it's a very like well cared for bow what does that mean? I don't know. Why are you mad about that? Should I be like, what the hell I, do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, I don't know. I just never heard someone say that. No, you don't get to rehair the bow now. I think I'm going to take this home. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well cared for. I mean, it's it's not a bad stick. It's a, yeah. it's a, but it, well, what's funny to me is that that's a, that's my carbon bow. Mm-hmm. So I have, it's it's kind of a polarizing topic because those bows are completely uniform for obvious mm. reasons. They're manufactured, yeah. right? So what's so cool about it is that, you know, they can just crank those out and everyone would be exactly the same. Yeah. Right? The weight distribution, everything. The color of the sound is not as warm, in my mm-hmm. opinion, as a wooden bow. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I actually got that bow because my other one, you know, my 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 other. Well, I don't have it out; it's in my case. Yeah, but it has the ivory on it, the mammoth ivory. Mm-hmm. And when I traveled, when I was in school, I couldn't take that one because my teacher was like, "Dude, if you take that to the airport, it's not just on our side. If you get, once you get to Europe, like they could confiscate that." Whoa! And he was telling me stories where, uh, even if you have the paperwork, they would take like bolt cutters. Jeez! They would cut off the frog. Right, and hand you the stick and the hair back, and be like, "This part is ivory." We're oh my this. god! And they just go, "Here you go," and they give you the other part back. And he was saying like he had heard all these stories like this, you know. So that's why I have that bow. That's crazy. And now it lives in Austin. <laughs> <sighs> I should have brought my bow case. I forgot to bring my bow case. You could bring it with you when you come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I think I can. I think I can fit in the bag. Yeah. Yeah, so we're recording an EP in a couple of weeks, and then we're going to do some shows. We're going to do a show out here to release it, and I'm trying to get a show out there. So I'll come out there, and we can do one. We can do like a release right. in each in each city. Yeah, man. Release it up. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> That'd be fun. Yeah. So what else for today? What else for today? I was uh, I was listening to um, some, le- some Milton Friedman lectures on the Great Depression. Uh, and I guess I, I, I didn't really know that much about it. It's interesting uh, how much racism played a role in the starting of the Great Depression. Uh, how so? So the Federal Reserve. Boo. <laughs> so do you, so I, I learned why the Federal Reserve was started. So when you put your money in a bank, um, the bank doesn't actually hold everybody's cash like in no. a vault, right? No. So not everybody can go to. get all their money at once. They used to, though. Uh, I don't think they ever have in the U.S. 
but no, no, but but if they had a U.S. dollar, you could go and take that to the to certain banks and change it for gold. That was the idea. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, you could do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. You could yeah. Literally go and be like, I want this in right, gold. Right. But they, but no bank problem. ever held actually enough gold. No, not all of them. No, no, no. But they, but the idea right. was that like at Fort Knox or wherever the heck it yes. was, right? Like they yeah. literally had mm-hmm. a military base with a bunch of soldiers. Yes. With all these gold bars. And that mm-hmm. was the reserve. Yes. Right. Before the Federal Reserve right. came to be. Yes. But then the, the idea behind the Federal Reserve was, because the Federal Reserve isn't actually a, a government organization. It's a private No, it's private, yeah. So How the idea behind the Federal Reserve is if everybody goes to a bank to get their cash, that's mm-hmm. a problem, right? A run on a bank is a problem. Um, so what you need is you need a system for banks to get fast cash because if people can get a little bit of their cash, they won't take all their cash. Mm. But if people can't get any of their cash, they freak out and everybody tries to get all their cash. So the Federal Reserve was set up as a way for banks to get quick and easy cash based on government bonds and based on all sorts of crazy shit. So there was a bank called the Bank of the United States in New York, which was a Jewish-run bank that catered uh, to a lot of immigrants and a lot of small businesses in New York. And... There were a bunch of other competing banks that were starting kind of whisper campaigns that they didn't have enough money. And so their patrons started kind of freaking out and trying to get their money out. And of course, just like every other bank, they didn't have enough money. And the Federal Reserve had the option of saving that bank or allowing that bank to go under, having all of those people lose all their money, or at least many of them lose all their money, which then triggered a chain reaction across the country of runs on banks, which triggered deflation. So crazy, the like our problem now is an inflationary problem. Mm-hmm. We're printing money like crazy, so our dollar's value is just plummeting. Over from 1929 to 1933, the US lost one third of its currency. So due to banks closing, had, but that means if you have currency, so the currency dis- it was, it was gone. So like the bank had a ledger, yeah. right? But they didn't have all and those just, dollars, yeah, 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 obviously. No, so when they close, it goes away. But that means that if you had your twenty bucks in your pocket, this is great news for you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the value of the dollar oh, skyrocketed. So dirty, dirty. It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So is that what we should do now? Deflationary should I, activities. Should I get all my money out of the bank. See, it's not going to happen again because with, they're going to people are going to use up their cash and then they're going to go right. digital. Uh huh. Right. There's going to be digital rebates. If you mm-hmm. bring in your cash dollars, we'll give you two for one. Yep. It's crazy. That's dirty. I mean, it's more than dirty. It, I mean, that's it, like, it that's caused that... thousands of lives. So that's the that's the same thing as how like the plague was good for Europe, you know. <laughs> Everyone had a oh job. Oh my god! But then, but then Keynesian economics came out of it because Keynes tried to solve the problem of the the um, the Great Depression. So it was basically other people messing around with business that wasn't their own. Uh huh. 
and then the federal reserve not doing the job that it was actually intended to do for, yeah for racist reasons See, here's a, here's here's a thing. We could learn about this in school. They like to teach about racism in school. The problem is that this this story is kind of a little pro business. Yeah, this is showing how racism is actually bad for markets. It fucks up markets because you're acting against your own interest. Because those banks that didn't want to help that uh, or that were like spreading the rumors about the Bank of the United States and were on the board of the Federal Reserve and didn't want to help them, ended up screwing themselves over as well. Mm -hmm. Why did they... Hmm. See, but we, we grew up with the, the bailout, and it seems that we're going to need another one of those or something... But blanket bailouts are no good either. I mean, the government... No, no, it's just a passing down of, of, of a debt burden. Right. See, that's what I'm saying, though. The debt's made up. The value of the currency is made up. All this is made well, up. The value of the currency is made up, yeah. But, but, the, the, but the value of the currency determines what type of car you can have. But value is different than the value of the currency. Value exists. But they're but they're completely correlated. Like, like yes, yes, they're... they're... A, a, a bigger house is worth more money. But what that money is and how much of it you need to buy it, those are very different ideas. Right. But if you remove current, you can't actually remove value. If it's two of us on an island and yeah, I say, yeah, I I'm going to help you build saying. your house, that's valuable. That. You can't do anything about that. I understand that. But I'm saying, if, if but what if you just took away the, uh, like, what's, what's the, the fun thing right now is uh, seizing property from from Russian folks. Right. <laughs> our favorite well, they're, pastime they're taking they're taking yeah. their boats they're freezing their bank accounts i yep. was watching a video where this guy's like uh talking about he was walking around to these different mansions that different russian guys own in london and he's like oh the government needs to seize these right and it makes me wonder if you you know like this idea of like one percenters right if you yep. just eliminated their money don't even take yep. it from them just like say that cancel those dollars. Yeah. So instead of having, you know, uh, we make up the fictional number of, say, they're the rich, richest people alive and they have a billion dollars. Huh. Well, now they only have a million in their account. And you just, well, I mean, I would say money. that probably like, what would that do to the rest of our, like, our money would become more valuable. Yeah. Eliminating value uh, is a, like deflationary so uh, action. Anthony, I figured it out. We don't reset Wait. everyone. We just reset the one percent. Hang on, hang on a second. But I bet most of them don't actually have it all in like a savings account. That's the thing that's complicated about it. It isn't. It isn't money in the bank. No, because it's all made up. So let's just make up a new reality. Well, no, I mean like their their ten billion dollars isn't in a bank. Their ten billion dollars is in eighteen houses and boats and art and. Okay, well then tell them tell them that they can keep two or three. And the rest have to go. Go where? I don't know. To the government? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I bet they'll find some. I bet they I, they can think of some stuff At to do with it. At least it'll be a democratic, freely elected body governing it. You know. I don't think there's anything democratic. <laughs> I mean, I guess if everybody it'd votes like, on it. It'd be it's like true. a really, it's I a really mean, severe HOA. That's all. I mean, the, the Holocaust all. was democratic. Hmm. A majority wow. oppressing a minority. What's more democratic than that? Um, 
Oh man, maybe I don't. It know definitely. <laughs> I don't think the majority was wanting to do that. Uh, they voted for it. Uh, I think I don't think I don't I don't know if that was direct. I think it had other ideas of nationalism, of economic repression. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe ethnic identities. Right. I think those other things were more than than. More. Yeah, yeah, they probably didn't vote specifically on the camps. I don't think so. But they were into it. May maybe. I think that's a pretty large claim to say they were into it. All right. Think about what think about the crazy shit that we're into as a populace. That's pretty democratic. Mandates of all sorts, regulation. A, a lot of people aren't into it. A yeah. lot of people aren't into it. And even so so even with the idea of of mandates uh -huh. and, and these ideas of of I don't know, it's, it's something of a social identity, right? Mm -hmm. uh, LA County is a lot different than Orange County. Yeah. Right. But even in LA County, like like uh me and Liz just we just celebrated our anniversary not long ago. So we went mm -hmm. to the uh Huntington Library, you know those gardens up in like Pasadena. Oh area. yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's yeah. great. So many beautiful plants to look at. All these gardens. It's great. They weren't asking for papers. Nice. They didn't have any like mask rules. Like they're like, oh, please wear a mask if you go in a building. But then everyone was and just no one did. Yeah. And I thought it was fascinating, right? Because it's like this is like LA, man. Mm -hmm. Pasadena is pretty LA. Yeah. And it, so it's not like I was in Orange County. Right. And so I think that the idea of like rules or like public support, mm -hmm. I don't really think there are such things. But As not public really. support? Like, yeah, I think it, you weren't you the one telling me this, like uh, the 30 40 30 rule? It's only 30%. Oh, 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 I see. It, it, it only it, takes 30% to tip to tip another 40. I think and so, and 40% is nearly half, is nearly half in my uh -huh. mind, right? I understand it's not, but if, I, if I'm generous, with, sure. With with some thoughts, right? It, why can't it be, you know, uh, you know, twenty twenty sixty? It can be. No, no, it absolutely right? can be. No, so no, no but it, it can also be sixty percent. Yeah. So I think it's just like people. Most people are just like yeah. support support for the Iraq War in two thousand three. Very high. Well, they had weapons, man. A lot of people have weapons. <laughs> We need to take away all the weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. That'd be the safest thing for everyone. Is I think we need to put them all in Joe Joe's house. Mm. He should probably hold on to them. Okay. I think I think that, and then and then issue uh, super soakers and Nerf guns to the police. Yes. And if they hit you, you got hit out. Out. Oh, yeah. To sit down on the curb. But what if you don't admit to it? Then what? Then you're a cheater, and the ref will blow the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah nice i got hit i got hit it me. <laughs> oh man dude what if uh there's i've been watching these really terrible videos on youtube mm -hmm. of backyard fights and it's called street beefs oh no <laughs> it'll literally be people that have just been talking crap to each other right <laughs> and they have like they'll have like a you know, like, oh, they tweeted about me. Oh, they wrote on my Facebook, right? Dude, these people hitting each other. And most of the time, they just get too tired after the first, like, you know, 
minute and a half, two minutes. Uh-huh. And they're just like standing there, I'm done, whatever, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> right. And I'm like, this seems so effective. If they would nice. have just done this first, the worst that's going to happen in most cases is they get a black eye, mm-hmm. a bruised rib, you know, a fractured hand, you know, it heals. I mean, that's no good. No, it's not. But I don't know, man. It just makes me wonder. It makes me wonder if that's like, maybe that's the better way to do it. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Like all this talk, 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 talk. Let someone get hit in the face once and they realize like, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk so much. That hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And then they get consequences. Tired. They're good. <sighs> it was it was like what we were talking about with Alma on the podcast we did, uh, the Reckless Muse podcast mm. with uh, Ben D'Alessio and uh, Joe Garza. And uh, we were guests and Alma Cook, who's a singer songwriter, was also mm-hmm. a guest. And we were talking about the idea of shoulds. And like I should be able to walk through my neighborhood without you know getting mugged or something like that. Why? I, well, it it sort of it, we're talking about how it doesn't matter in a sense. Like whether or not you think that should be true, if if you have a crosswalk, if if you have the the you know the walking dude, so you you're allowed to cross the street, but there's another car that's coming and they're not stopping, whether you should or shouldn't be able to yeah. go, if yeah. you go, you're gonna get hit. Life's not fair. Exactly. And so you, you, whether, if you want something to be the case, sure, pursue it, but you also have to react to life as it is. I think so. Oh, that's like some poker stuff, man. Just because you have equity in the hand doesn't mean you're going to win. Right. Yeah. Bad things happen all the time. <laughs> there we go. your thoughts led you into the quicksand of pessimism? Has the tide of emotion pulled you beneath the waves of reason? Perhaps you hang onto the cliffs of hope by a fingernail. All is lost, friends. We invite you to anguish with us in the pit of despair. I gotta Yay. boost it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, my, my, my file I, I didn't save. What? I gotta, no, no, I, gotta I, can boost it. I can boost it. Well, but I should re-record it because I can do my timing a little better. Nice. And then, uh, I think it'd be funny on a pit of despair to add a, a massive reverb. Yeah. Despair. despair. Yeah. So we got anything else? Is no. that the show? I'm drained, man. I'm so sleepy. Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right. Cool, it. man. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers, everybody. Salutes. This is your afternoon tonic.